0: Let's continue on in our uh, current sermon series Set Foot on the Road, Never Travel
1: Today
0: we'll be looking at Joshua chapters 11 and 12 Let God fight your battles
1: As
0: the people of uh, Israel crossed over the Jordan River
1: the first
0: battle, the, the wage, was the battle in the city of
1: Jericho.
0: Jericho was a central point, or the central location of the promised land.
1: So Joshua,
0: so Joshua was like a sword that pierced through the middle of the promised land. And because of that battle, it divided the, the uh, promised land into two parts, the northern, uh, northern part and the southern part. And the following battles, was uh, fighting against the southern parts. That was last week's message. Today, let's look at chapters uh, chapter
1: 11.
0: Now we are looking at the northern part.
1: And
0: during that time, all the northern kings gathered in one place called Miron. So we can call this the Battle of Miron. In the uh, seven years, was, as uh, the people of Israel entered the promised land, they waged war for seven years. Why seven years? Later on, I will explain why it was seven years. In this, these seven years, Uh, That all in all the people of Israel waged 20 plus
1: battles.
0: (inaudible) But the Bible only recorded four of them.
1: The
0: battle of Jericho, the Battle of Ai, the Battle of Gibeon, the battle with the Southern Kings, the Battle of Irom, which was a battle with the Northern Kings. (inaudible) And the last
1: battle.
0: uh, this battle of Merom
1: this
0: was a very crucial point in in the course of the battle
1: because
0: this battle, the result of this battle will, will determine whether the people of Israel will really gain the promised land or not
1: when the
0: people of Israel defeated the southern kings
1: and it was uh,
0: almost as if they have the whole promised land in their grasp.
1: And once they defeat, uh,
0: once they uh, it's only a matter of time before they conquer all the remaining lands. It was like the second world war.
1: There
0: was this very important battle. It's this very important date, it's called the D-Day.
1: Uh,
0: This was the battle in
1: Normandy.
0: What does this
1: mean?
0: It was during that uh, very crucial point in time wherein the Allied forces landed in Normandy.
1: Once they
0: achieve victory in this
1: battle,
0: it will really result in the defeat of Germany.
1: Mangon tekong.
0: And the the uh, it was the uh, it will signify the victory of the Allied forces. The same. That's
1: it's
0: the same.
1: This battle of Miram.
0: It's the, it's the battle that will determine whether people of Israel will win the whole battle of the promised land or not
1: why
0: why, uh, why is it that they were victorious
1: here the
0: answer was very simple
1: because they
0: let God fight their battles
1: they
0: were not the one who fought the battle for themselves fight for your battle. it's that they let God fight the battle for them but how but how? how was it that God Help these people to fight the battle. Why why is it that God did not help me but helped you? Why is it that He he helped you and not helped me? There should be a reason for it.
1: In chapter 11,
0: we will find three very important
1: principles.
0: You want God to fight your battles for you You need to take hold of these three very important principles Number one one, We need to fix our eyes upon God's promises Number two We need to obey God's instructions Number Number three we need to rely on God consistently and diligently. let me explain, to you. Let me explain these. Number few. one Number one We need to fix our eyes on God's promises.
1: Joshua 11, 1 to 5
0: If you are to read Joshua chapter 11 verses one to 5 It, uh, it recorded the fears of the people of the, uh, of the enemies rather.
1: Here uh,
0: people uh, Joshua was facing one of, the, one of his greatest challenges in life. Number one,
1: number one:
0: They were, uh, they were facing a huge army.
1: Look at uh, verse
0: four. They came out with all their troops, a large number of horses and chariots, a huge army as numerous as the sand on the seashore.
1: The
0: army's numbers are like the sand It's like the sand on the
1: seashore
0: If you are to reinforce it with chapter 12
1: At the
0: very least there were 15 kings Who gathered together, who allied together
1: So the
0: number of the enemy, the armies a huge
1: amount
0: you know in the ancient times during that time they wage war by just picking up a sword each one will pick up a sword and fight each other Imagine. just
1: imagine
0: if there were so many people. Of, people of course it's a numbers game the more you have the more you have on your side the better your chances to You're win playing. it's three against one or four against one how do we win? A, historian, a Jewish historian by the name of Josephus said During that time
1: The
0: northern kings together they had about 30,000 foot soldiers They had 10,000 horsemen
1: And they had
0: 30,000 chariots
1: And
0: its chariot can carry about 2-3 to three people
1: so during
0: that time There were about 400,000 enemies So it's, it's recorded in the Bible
1: That
0: the enemies are like the sand on the seashore Not only
1: that The
0: enemy had uh, terrifying weapons
1: they had, they
0: had war horses
1: And they
0: had like, uh, horsemen
1: they
0: had chariots during that time it was the state of the art uh, advanced weaponry what kind of armies uh, do the Israelites
1: have? they were
0: just merely foot soldiers to to put it in today's terms
1: uh, the
0: enemy had tanks, had planes we only had guns. We only, have guns. we only have
1: guns.
0: We only have arrows How can we win? So in that situation
1: The
0: people of Israel was facing a huge challenge.
1: I don't
0: know if you've noticed one thing.
1: When the
0: people of Israel started waging war
1: The
0: enemies became more and more strong.
1: La La And
0: the battles they faced became more and more
1: intense. The
0: very first battle was the Battle of Jericho it was a battle that the people of Israel didn't even have to fight they marched around the city for seven days so on the seventh day the whole wall of the city collapsed for the city of
1: Ai the
0: city of Ai was a very small city but because of the sins of the people of Israel they looked down and underestimated the enemy that's why they how can they, they face defeat
1: that's
0: but when they fought their third battle the battle against the southern kings there were five kings who gathered together or, or allied together God casted down hailstones from the heavens
1: so that
0: battle was really very intense because God showed his hand
1: on,
0: on this very last battle recorded here in the Bible
1: They
0: were fighting against 400,000 soldiers.
1: They
0: had advanced, the enemies had advanced weaponry.
1: Even
0: Joshua had fear in his heart. Look at verse 6. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, because by this time tomorrow I will hand all of them slain over to Israel. You are to hamstring their horses and burn their
1: chariots.
0: God said to Joshua, do not fear. Why did God uh, uh, comforted Joshua and encourage him not to fear?
1: Because
0: Joshua had fear in his heart. Okay, Let me tell
1: you.
0: Fear is a problem that everybody has to face. We all will fear certain people or certain situations.
1: There
0: are people who say, I have no fear. I don't fear heaven, I don't fear her, uh, earth People who utter these sentences sentence, Not only do they not know themselves know anything, Nor have, have they really faced a situation that placed fear in their heart Think know. about it Sometimes uh, one of these days you'll receive a phone call You'll be afraid, you'll be afraid. Sometimes you'll receive the result of a report and then you will face fear.
1: Sometimes
0: it's not a situation that directly involves you, but people of your household. How can you say that you will not fear?
1: There
0: are people who say, I have not I'm not afraid of death. Because you have not yet faced death but, but once you're facing death you will fear death
1: Joshua,
0: when Joshua saw that the, the enemy was a uh,
1: huge advanced, and they
0: had uh, advanced weaponry he had fear in his heart and God said to him do not be afraid of them do not be afraid of them there was this Bible scholar who made this uh, research and it's very interesting if you are to read the Bible the phrase do not fear uh, don't be afraid if you combine all these verses together
1: there are 365
0: uh, recorded situations wherein the Bible tells us do not fear
1: there are
0: 365 days in a year.
1: That's why the
0: Bible, uh, God through the Bible, is telling us not to fear. God is telling us all who are believers, every day we need not fear. But how? But how? We have fear in our hearts. Jesus said. Just believe and do not, do not be afraid.
1: Because
0: faith and fear cannot coexist.
1: The, the
0: time you are afraid, it's the time wherein you lack faith.
1: But there
0: are times when your faith is strong, you will not feel fear. So you have to decide one
1: thing.
0: Do you believe and have faith in God's promises or are you simply looking at your circumstances? Do you want God to fight battles for you? The first thing you need to do is to keep your eyes fixed upon Jesus.
1: Joshua
0: had two choices during that time. Number one, He can look at his circumstances. And
1: the
0: more he look at it, the more afraid he
1: becomes. Because
0: he saw the huge amount of Uh, enemies that he is facing and and all the advanced weaponry that they had. How can they win? So the more you dwell on that uh, situation and circumstance the more afraid you become. On the other hand he had another option. I refuse to look at my
1: situation.
0: But I'm going to keep my eyes fixed upon the God who is behind all these. Let me Ask you what is your choice? The Bible tells
1: us. The
0: This very well-known passage.
1: Habakkuk chapter 3 verses 17 to 19.
0: Though the fig tree do not bear, uh, do not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines; though the olive crop fails and the field produce no food; though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in
1: the stalls. <laughs>
0: Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. and He enables me to go on the heights.
1: The
0: prophet Habakkuk was facing a very dire situation.
1: The
0: fig tree do not bud.
1: There
0: were no grapes on the vines.
1: The
0: olive crops failed. And the fields produced no food. There were no sheep in the pen. And there were no cattle in the
1: stall.
0: Israel was an agricultural country. So this was a very desperate situation to explain it in modern
1: times.
0: It's the collapse of the whole stock
1: market. And
0: all the shops, all the stores are closed. There are no businesses
1: because
0: of the pandemic the effects resulted in the closure of all businesses and that is desperate times but what's amazing
1: here the
0: prophet suddenly said but the Lord is my strength he is my joy because the prophet refused to dwell on the
1: circumstances.
0: Rather, he looked at the God that stood behind all these. God remains his joy. Let me ask
1: you: when
0: your business closed doors and you lose all the money you have in the bank, what is your joy? I said, I have no joy because your life do not contain God in
1: it. because
0: the money became your God may the Lord help you remember this, uh, this phrase
1: everyone we
0: came here empty handed we will leave empty handed money and financial things only matter here on earth to help those who are truly in need of these it is not for you and for us once we have this we are clear in our attitude let me tell you regardless of what circumstance you may be in you will be able to face it with joy may the Lord help
1: us have
0: you kept your eyes on the surrounding circumstances, or have you fixed your eyes upon the Lord? <laughs> circumstances will change, <laughs> but God will never change.
1: There's very, there's
0: this is a very unique example found in the Bible.
1: Peter, Apostle Peter
0: It's the story of Peter One time he saw Jesus walking on the water He said, Lord If it's truly you Allow me to walk to you And Jesus said, come And the Bible tells us He saw Jesus So he started to walk on the water Towards Christ Just imagine
1: Imagine
0: Peter was the only human being Aside from Jesus Christ Who was able to walk on water This was a testimony That you will never be able to exhaust In your whole life But thank God
1: Suddenly The
0: Bible tells us another thing
1: He suddenly
0: noticed The strong winds and strong waves and he shifted his focus from the Lord to his situation he started to drown, he started to sink dear church may the Lord help us in Hebrews chapter
1: 12 verse
0: 2 fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith May the Lord help us. The very first uh, principle. We need to fix our eyes upon God's promises. And to trust Him. He'll fight a battle for you. And he will fight your battles for you. Number two. Number two we need to obey God's instructions when it comes to the numbers game we are no match against our enemies
1: when
0: it came to our weaponry we are not able to surpass them but have you noticed something very special here in this,
1: very, in this uh, the,
0: the point of this very important battle the biggest
1: battle you
0: have not seen God perform any miracle do you find it strange?
1: In
0: the battle of Jericho God performed the miracle
1: They
0: marched around the city and, uh, uh, For, for uh, seven days and they won In the uh, uh, battle in Gibeon God uh, performed miracle。
1: the
0: moon st- stood over the valley of Aijalon and the sun stood still over Gibeon
1: and
0: God sent hailstones down but,
1: but at the
0: precipice of this very important battle of Miram
1: Seem to be God doing nothing. It seems, like, it seems
0: like God just stood still and did nothing. He did not perform any miracle.
1: God
0: is not standing still nor is he not doing anything. But he did one thing.
1: God
0: gave his promises to Joshua. 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 Do not be afraid of them. By this by tomorrow. I will hand over your enemies to your hand. So what does this
1: mean? This
0: is God's word.
1: Your church. Don't just
0: sit there and wait for supernatural events or, or miracles to happen. Do you, know?
1: you know?
0: The Bible. Uh, records a lot of uh, miracles. Have you
1: noticed? <laughs> what, uh,
0: on what occasion is, do you find the most number of miracles?
1: <laughs> it's an
0: enduring situation that is the worst kind of situation,
1: the so most wicked.
0: <laughs> That's why there were a lot of miracles when they uh, went out of this <laughs> place.
1: <Egypt. laughs> In
0: uh, Elijah's time, there were a lot of miracles.
1: Because
0: those were the worst of times during the time of Jesus there were a lot of miracles because people have already turned away from God in
1: God's
0: heart and this God's
1: will
0: it is not God's desire to perform miracles just like that
1: because
0: you have to remember
1: God is the one
0: who created all all the natural laws. And God does not want to change these
1: things. But when
0: the situation became so depraved, God will do something extraordinary to change that situation. In this fourth battle, God used his word and spoke to Joshua. That's good enough. And that was good enough. If you believe, if you obey. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tomorrow, I will place the enemies into your hand. Look at verse 7. So Joshua and his whole army came against them suddenly at the waters of Merom and attacked them. And the Lord gave them into the hands of Israel. They defeated them and pursued them all the way to Greater Sidon, to uh, Mesrepoth, Mame, and to the Valley of Mizpah on the east until no survivors were left. (laughs) They left in verse 6 God said to Joshua by tomorrow I will hand the enemies over to your hands
1: Chapter verse 7
0: Joshua and his army suddenly attacked the people on the waters of Merom Joshua believed and he grabbed hold of the promised our promises of God. Since God already
1: promised, then I
0: will use my actions to prove that I believe.
1: So the
0: enemies were caught by surprise. They were there suddenly. You know what do what
1: you call this?
0: This was the method that the army of Israel our, uh, a modern army of Israel currently uses
1: it's
0: called a blitzkrieg when the uh, nation of Israel reformed
1: they
0: faced they wage a lot of battles and they always use the same method called the Blitzkrieg. They will suddenly arrive. The most famous, most well-known one was the
1: Six-Day War. And
0: this war was during
1: June 5, 1967.
0: Because in
1: 1967,
0: three nations, Egypt, Jordan, Jordan, and Syria joined forces together
1: and they
0: were waging war and to, uh, want, uh, wanted to invade Israel when it comes to the number of
1: armies
0: when it comes to their weapons
1: Israel the
0: people of Israel were facing imminent
1: defeat
0: it was similar to the battle of go but you cannot imagine what happened on June 5, 1967 in early morning Israel sent 183
1: jet planes, war planes
0: and only 12 planes they only kept 12 planes for domestic uh, protection it's to protect their nation these 183 jets
1: they
0: flew to the 10 different air, air bases in Egypt during that day they destroyed 297 planes all the war planes of Egypt
1: then
0: after that the plane diverted to Jordan in Syria And during that day, all the air forces of the three nations were completely destroyed.
1: So that
0: was the turning point of the whole battle.
1: In
0: today's world, if you have no air force superiority, you will never win. This is called a blitzkrieg. Joshua used the same method. He suddenly appeared. And the enemies were caught by surprise. And in verse 9, it recorded something very important here. Joshua. Joshua he hamstrung all their horses and burn their chariots
1: because these
0: these were the pre-war pre-battle instructions given by god look at verse six the lord said to joshua do not be afraid of them because by this time tomorrow i will hand all of them slain over to israel you are to hamstring their horses and burn their chariots
1: so you have to
0: cut off the hamstrings of all the horses
1: then
0: the horse cannot run
1: anymore and you
0: are to burn all the chariots
1: won't you say
0: that it's so wasteful
1: because
0: horses and uh, chariots are a very good part uh, are very important part of their weapon. 天王啊, why are you so dumb? And you keep them for yourself. 欸, so in the next uh, in the succeeding battles we will all we'll have all these resources in our hands. Why did God give these instructions? And I believe there were two reasons why.
1: Number 1 the
0: Lord wants the Israel to know that their success has nothing to do with their weapons.
1: Number two. Number two.
0: If the Israelites had kept the horses and chariots, then they will rely on their military strength and not on the Lord anymore. Church, I hope you understand what I'm saying There is nothing bad with having horses There is nothing wrong with owning chariots But there is one thing In Psalm
1: 20, verse 7
0: Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses But we trust in the name of the Lord our God Let me uh, ask
1: you
0: What do you believe in in your heart? Do
1: you
0: believe in the authority or the power that you have? Do you believe in the financial capability that you have? Or do you believe in the connections, the people you know? Or do you believe in God? Let me share with you a
1: testimony if
0: you have been in CBCP long enough You probably have heard me share this before
1: So for the
0: sake of those who have not heard it I'm going to share it once more In 1988, I came from Hong Kong to the Philippines
1: and during, that, during that
0: time, the church that I was serving in said to
1: me
0: Come here first How am I supposed to come here?
1: tourist You
0: come here using a tourist visa.
1: And
0: once you are here, we will change your status to a missionary visa. I was very young, I was deceived. So I came here. So after I was here,
1: I had
0: to go to immigration every month to extend my visa this kind of church in the future do not go
1: extend extend extend
0: because i had to keep extending my visa <coughs> until one year
1: immigration extend
0: immigra- immigration told me i cannot extend it anymore
1: tourist <coughs> visa because the,
0: the longest allowed for the tourist visa is for only one year <coughs> so you need to go back
1: <coughs> <laughs>
0: so the church said to me you go back
1: but do you know,
0: do you, there was something that uh, miracles or amazing that took place.: I have already bought my ticket.:
1: One week before:
0: One week before I'm to depart the Philippines and go back to Hong Kong. I went on visitation.
1: Because
0: I was here in the Philippines uh, for the first time I don't know people in the in the church.
1: So I
0: would go on visitations three times a week.
1: Because
0: I want to get to know the people in the church.
1: And
0: during that day I went to visit one
1: family. I'm
0: really not familiar with them. So during the course of our conversation
1: and
0: I said to them I'm going back
1: to Hong Kong and they
0: asked me why because I have no visa I am I'm, uh, I'm asked to go back
1: and there
0: was a this gentleman who stood before me said pastor
1: please wait for a moment so, uh, sit down.
0: so he went back to his room. After about 10 minutes or so, he came back. He gave me a letter. Said,
1: when you
0: go back to Hong Kong, go to the Philippine embassy in Hong Kong. Give this letter to them. This person will help you.
1: So I look
0: at the name, I don't know this person. So I took the letter. So I went back to Hong Kong. So I went to the
1: embassy.
0: And uh, they, were, uh, they were asking me, who am I looking for? So I was saying, I was, I'm looking for this person. So when they saw this person's
1: name, I,
0: I figured this person was supposed to be a VIP.
1: Because
0: I was uh, ushered into an inner room. he
1: said, sit, sit,
0: sit. sit down. No. After a few minutes, this um, very big person who came out, so he took this letter and read it. And he asked me one thing.
1: He said,
0: how can I help
1: you? I
0: said, I want to go back to the Philippines and serve as a missionary. And I need a missionary visa. So he looked at it. Go and have your physical examination. Next week, come back
1: here.
0: I will give you a visa. I thank the Lord. And I realized one thing. This person
1: he was the
0: ambassador of the Philippines to Hong
1: Kong.
0: He was the brother-in-law of the person who wrote this letter. Let me ask you. Did God use people to help me? Yes. But I don't know that person. He does not know me. So who was the one who helped me? It was God So let's not put our trust on chariots nor on horses but let's put our trust in the Lord our God May the Lord help us we have to obey God and submit to God are the, the things that we're facing and our requests so when God tells us to hamstring the horses and burn the, all the
1: chariots
0: people in this world will, will think that you're so stupid doing all these things Because our human mind will think of only what's beneficial to them. And may the Lord help us.
1: And we
0: need to look at things from a different perspective. We need to trust God.
1: Because
0: He will fight our battles for us. And the last one, we need to rely on God consistently and diligently. Uh, when you look at uh, chapter 11, verses
1: 9, uh, 10, 10 to 14, 14,
0: and it was that, uh, how uh, uh, Joshua killed all the kings.
1: Why is it that he, it
0: was recorded there that he killed King Hazar? Because there is a reason.
1: In chapter 11, verse
0: 1, When Jabin, king of Hazor, he- heard of this, he sent word to Jobab, king of Madon, and the kings of Shimron and Ashcap. Look at verse 10. At that time Joshua turned back and captured Hazor and put its king to the sword, Hazor had been the head of all these kingdoms.
1: (inaudible) Because
0: Jabin king of Hazor was the king, was the head of all these kingdoms.
1: So that's
0: why Joshua specifically uh, uh, attack this person first <laughs> after he, per, uh, he defeated this person and settled the, the situation <laughs> the, the rest of the kings will be afraid
1: <laughs>
0: but the battle was not yet over
1: look at verse 18 <laughs>
0: Joshua waged war against all these kings for a long time <laughs> you know how long Seven years. Pastor, how do you know it's seven years? From Canaan, uh, from we learned this.
1: Because
0: Canaan was one of the spies, uh, of um, uh, one of the twelve spies.
1: When he,
0: when, uh, when he sought the promised land, he was 40 years old.
1: In chapter 14, verse uh,
0: 10, Caleb was uh, around
1: uh, 85 years old. About 30,
0: uh, the people of Israel were wandering in, in, uh, along the wilderness for 38 years. Uh, 85
1: minus 40 minus 38. Seven years.
0: So Joshua fought the battle in the wilderness uh, on, on the promised land for seven years. Seven is a number that signifies a whole.
1: It's
0: like it's telling us something very important here, 教会, your church.
1: There is
0: no end in mm. our lifetime of
1: battle.
0: Just because you are victorious today does not guarantee that you'll, you'll be victorious tomorrow.
1: 你想不出事的事嗎?
0: You need to be diligent and you need to be consistent. When you rely on
1: God. And
0: there's this word here that I want you to remember for your life.
1: Consistency.
0: It's called consistency. People will fail. Because they do not have consistency.
1: The start, we, we are in, uh,
0: during the start, we are on fire for the Lord. But let me ask
1: you.
0: For how long?
1: For how long?
0: Right now we have a lot of young pastors coming up.
1: When
0: you see how they serve in their ministry, you will thank God. They want to work and they work diligently. And they have a lot of new ideas. Very good. And they are very good. But what's more important, it's not their service today, their ministry today. But it's their lifelong
1: ministry.
0: There are a lot of people who do not finish well in their ministry.
1: 冬天也罪, 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 冬天也罪。Of
0: course, there are a lot of different reasons. 冬天也罪, there are people who complain. 冬天也罪, they will say the church mistreated them.
1: 冬天也罪, or
0: the church leaders are not vo- very good. Of course, among the leaders, the pastor is the worst. The head pastor is 冬天也罪,
1: the worst. 冬天也罪, 冬天也罪,
0: and because we, we are at the head, we will be the one bearing the brunt. 冬天也罪. But let me tell you, Our failure is not because of the problems. We fail because we do not have
1: consistency. Probably
0: some of you may know this pastor, but a lot of you may not know this pastor anymore. Reverend Ezra Nong was the very first a senior pastor of CBCP 1992 he left CBCP He went back to Hong Kong
1: And
0: from Hong Kong he migrated to Canada And he served there until he retired
1: He
0: served the Lord for 50-60 years
1: In These uh,
0: past 50-60 years that he served during the, uh, the relationship with uh, the opposite sex,
1: uh,
0: when it comes to finances,
1: there were,
0: he never had any problems.
1: This person, we
0: can use the term finishing well to describe his ministry. May the Lord help you our whole life. When we serve the Lord, we trust him for the life, for our whole life. Well. that we will truly finish well. Uh, we all know yeah, finish well. a lot of people do not finish well. It includes the church leaders from the senior pastors to the, to the uh, associate pastors to the elders to the deacons because they, get consistency. Because they lack consistency. Joshua, Joshua ago, in these seven years of battle he fought Against
1: 31 kings.::
0: How was he able to trust God for all these times?:
1: And the
0: answer can be found in uh, chapter 11 verse
1: 15.
0: I can move the powerpoint.
1: Uh, uh, can you move the powerpoint yes?.
0: As the Lord commanded his servant Moses, so Moses commanded Joshua, and Joshua did it. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. This, is
1: this verse.
0: It shows that when as a leader you have consistency, you will have two very unique uh, traits. Number one.
1: Number one a good
0: leader, leader is a good follower.
1: So, as
0: the Lord commanded his servant Moses, as, uh, so Moses commanded Joshua and Joshua did it. Moses uh, followed God. And Moses, uh, Joshua obeyed Moses. And how God had commanded Moses, Moses Joshua. and Moses commanded Joshua Joshua, Joshua did it a good leader. good
1: leader
0: must first be a good follower to that is number one You want to be number one? You need to learn how to become a number two. Because if you don't know how to become a number two, you will never become a good number one. There are people who say, I will not follow
1: anyone.
0: I follow God
1: alone.
0: It seems and sounds very
1: spiritual.
0: But there's no spirituality in it. This is called spiritual pride. Just like the church in Corinth. There are people who say, I belong to Paul. I
1: belong
0: to Peter. It sounds very good. There are people who even worse. I belong to Christ. I do not belong to anyone. I only follow Christ. That was the, That's probably the most prideful among the lot. You know what it means? None of you are part of Christ. Only I am part of Christ. It's called spiritual pride. May the Lord help. The Bible is not teaching us that way but it's teaching us the
1: opposite
0: a good leader a person who will be able to endure in his service to the Lord he, is, uh, he's, she, he should start to be a good follower please remember you and I we have an authority above us don't say these very foolish words I am only responsible to God. I am not responsible to anyone. You are foolish. You are foolish. Each one of us. We are responsible to both God and man including people in the church so may the Lord help
1: us that
0: we will obey and follow the instructions given to us by God
1: that's
0: how we can serve the Lord for a lifetime the
1: second a
0: good leader is a diligent worker
1: look
0: at this last
1: uh, verse He
0: left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses.
1: God
0: will not use people who are lazy.
1: If
0: you lack intelligence, it's okay. You ask wisdom from the
1: Lord.
0: God will not say you're so dumb.
1: No, 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 no.
0: No, God will not
1: do that.
0: God will willingly grant wisdom to us, but. If you're lazy, it will be difficult for the Lord to use us. In the Book of
1: Proverbs,
0: there are a lot of verses there that talks about uh, about laziness. When you have time, go go home and study
1: them.
0: It will help us to become more diligent and industrious in our work. Look at chapter of Proverbs
1: 13, verse 4.
0: A sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied
1: when
0: we see other people becoming successful and we see them possess a lot of
1: things and
0: we will look at the envy and say we hope that we can have all these things Please remember There's a reason behind the success of other
1: people
0: Don't just look there with envy at at, at the success of other people Learn the reasons why these people are successful Look at Proverbs
1: 22 verse 13
0: sluggard says There's a lion outside I'll be killed in the public square
1: What does this mean? If,
0: if when a lazy person do not want to work, does not want to work, there are a lot of reasons and alibis.
1: There's a
0: lion outside.
1: How am I supposed to work? When I, go, when
0: I go out, I'll be
1: killed. If you want to be lazy,
0: there's always a reason for you, not
1: to be lazy. If you
0: don't want to wake up in the morning and, and do work, you probably find a reason not to.
1: Because
0: here it's easier.
1: Because
0: we don't have winter.
1: In, in Hong Kong. During winter time, it's
0: very, very cold.
1: During that uh,
0: during the time when I was studying I have to wake up at 6 a.m.
1: Because from 6 30 to 7
0: 30, it's our devotion time.
1: December.
0: But it's December. Wow.
1: And
0: you're wrapped in the warmth of your own blanket. So so you don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. You know what the teacher taught us? It's 6 (coughs) o'clock. But the alarm clock uh, will, will, will alarm. The first thing you do. Take off your blanket. <laughs> Just completely pick <take laughs> it off. <laughs> You'll be shivering in, your, in the cold. <laughs>
1: That's how
0: you wake up. <laughs> of course,
1: there
0: are people who are lazy would cover themselves up again. <laughs>
1: but you have
0: to remember one thing.
1: <laughs>
0: if you're not uh, diligent, it's difficult for the Lord to use you. If you don't have wisdom, that's not a problem.
1: But
0: when you're lazy, that's a big problem. We thank the Lord
1: that
0: Joshua did not leave anything undone what was commanded from him when we came to chapter
1: 12.
0: Jo- uh, Joshua chapter 12 is merely a summary of all the battles. 16, the very uh, first six
1: verses. 16, it
0: records the story of how Moses defeated the two kings east of the Jordan River.
1: In chap-
0: and verses
1: 7 and 24, 16,
0: it records the story of how Joshua defeated. Thirty-one kings of the west of Jordan River. So, so we, when you combine them,
1: Moses and Joshua,
0: Moses and Joshua killed uh, all in all together of thirty-three kings. In chapter twelve, not only is it a record of the battle,
1: there's
0: something uh, very important there
1: that
0: for us to understand
1: 33
0: kings cannot stand before the Lord why?
1: because
0: our God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords
1: when
0: the Lord fights your
1: battle there
0: there are no kings in this world there will be no kings in, in this world that will be able to stand before you but
1: we
0: need to keep our eyes fixed upon the promises of God not to look at your surroundings and circumstances
1: but
0: to look at the God beyond, behind and beyond your
1: circumstances and
0: you need to keep all the commands and instructions given by the Lord
1: including
0: instructions or Uh, uh, or things that we need to do that sounds unreasonable and the last
1: one we
0: need to be consistent and diligent when we follow the Lord (laughs) just because we are successful today will not guarantee that we'll be successful
1: tomorrow
0: we have to rely on the Lord for our whole life
1: and I would
0: like to conclude my message with this passage In 2
1: Corinthians 2, verse 14. The
0: thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal profession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of Him everywhere.
1: May the Lord bless you.
0: That the Lord will grant you victory in every, and any circumstance. That your victory will will become a testimony for God, for Christ. May the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord God, as we come before you, we thank you so much, Lord, because you have given us clear instructions in life. Please forgive us, Lord, when we fail to fix our eyes on you, when we fail to... Obey you to the letter, Lord, of your commands and your instructions. And when we are not consistent and diligent, Lord, in relying and trusting on you, forgive us, Lord, for our self-righteousness. Forgive us, Lord, for our self-reliance. We realize that we are nothing without you, and we need you every day, every single moment of our life, Lord. We want to be victorious, not because of ourselves, but because we want to glorify and honor you, Lord. May you grant us success as we trust you, so that Your name will be lifted up. Grant us uh, Your peace and grant us Your protection always, Lord. This is our prayer in the name for Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.